If we read this gospel passage at face value, we might be tempted to believe, as some do, that we should just go out, commit the most heinous sins we can think of, and that way we will be more thankful for the forgiveness we've received. I don't suggest that. We, we cannot uh, commit sin knowingly, of course, and, and nor do we have to. Jesus is telling this parable of the, the forgiven uh, debtors, creditors, not to tell us we, we ought to sin more, but rather what is the level of sin we've been forgiven of. And the, the one who, of course, has forgiven 500 days' wages, yes, 10 times more debt that he owes the, the master, so he is probably more thankful because he knows that uh, he would have taken some a number of times, a number of days, uh, definitely more than a, a few hundred, to repay the master. Well, 50 days would take a while too. I think that the temptation for us is to look at it as, well, we have to sin great to know the forgiveness that we have. And uh, there's actually a, a Protestant reformer who, who said that. Sin boldly. No. No. But I think the opposite side is true. When we come to recognize how sinful we are, even as small of sin as it might be, it takes on new weight. I remember... Um, priest not too far in a, in a faraway diocese of just anyway he, he once complained that he was uh, people were just coming in and throwing popcorn at him in the confessional and everyone went well, why would anyone do that and he was talking about their sins and I how sad that is that the state of and I, I found myself in judgment when well, I went to confession for that one too but I found myself in judgment how sad it is that you're 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 upset that people are confessing popcorn sins these little things, because in their heads, in their hearts, in their souls, it is not little. The little acts of unkindness, the little words of hurt that they spoke foolishly, the little failures to love, they're confessing them because they recognize how sinful they are. Yes, it's not the, the confession of a mass murderer, not a confession of somebody who's... Uh, Serial monogamous, let's say, put it that way. Somebody who has a number of one-night stands or two-night stands or whatever it is. It's not, it's not the sin of somebody caught in, in a deep life of, of lust or sin or pride. Rather, it's somebody who recognizes, I need Jesus. Somebody who may be like the sinful woman who recognizes her need and she comes, I don't know about you, but I've never been so sorrowful for my sins that I've cried at the feet of Jesus. And maybe that's the, what we need to be, to ask the Lord for the gift, the, the church calls it the gift of compunction, where we actually are moved to tears for our sins. And see, when the focus is on the sin, we lose all sense. But when the focus is on the forgiver, then, when we recognize Jesus is perfect, Jesus is holy, Jesus who alone can condemn us, 
but chooses to forgive, it's then we have hope. We stand as a people that the Lord is ready to forgive. And we might say on the other side, yet another side of, that's only 50. At least it's not 500. It's nothing. No, it's still a debt. It's still a debt that we owe the Lord and the Lord wants to forgive us of if we come to him. It all starts with that gift of compunction. This woman who comes, this unknown woman, she's the impetus for Jesus telling us to be aware of our sins and to know how much God has forgiven us. And in the end, ultimately, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. Well, I'm a greater sinner than, or I'm a lesser sinner than, especially the lesser sinner than. But rather, I'm a great sinner. But I have a Savior who is even greater than my sin and forgives me 